Humboldt Holding Up is sponsored by the North Coast Co-op and Humboldt Hydroponics. You know, uh, the North Coast Co-op, it's no no mystery that it's the favorite grocery store of Humboldt Holding Up. We go there for lunch all the time. Andrew, I know you love the solids. Also the and- Poke Bowls. But I shouldn't <laughs> say I shouldn't say that out loud because then there'll be a rush on the Poke Bowl. <laughs> Well, anyway, whatever it is that you love, they've got it there at the North Coast Co-op. Go check them out at both Arcata and Eureka. And Humble Hydroponics, they are located at 1302 Union Street. That is uh, right next to the Broadway Cinema, unless in case you don't have a map in, in your brain. Uh, you can visit them there and their knowledgeable staff will help you with all your growing needs. Humble Hydroponics, locally owned and operated for some time. It's Humboldt Holding Up, the lo-fi podcast with a perpetual hunger for Southeast Asian cuisine. I'm Andrew Goff. And I'm Stephanie McGarry. So, you know, some of you may have been following the recent news surrounding beloved restaurant Annie's Cambodian, speaking of Southeast Asian cuisine. A project recently submitted to the city of Eureka includes plans to demolish the Annie's building, along with a former Sizzler and a former Subway, to make way for development of a drive-through Starbucks and another drive-through restaurant uh, on the property. We don't yet know what the other one will be. Oh, sorry. I'm I'm supposed to be uh, (laughs) unbiased. Uh, Yeah, the Annie's owners, you know, say that this news came as a shock to them and the community's been pretty shocked as well. And some folks have been stepping up, really stepping up to support Annie's and circulating a petition to let the city know that they don't want to see local businesses pushed out by the development of more chain restaurants in Eureka. Yeah. So today on the show, we have uh, Laura Chow Yang. Laura is one of the owners of Annie's Cambodian. And uh, in case you're wondering, she is Annie's daughter. So there. We just wanted to have her on to see how they're handling this this latest hurdle. You know, we, we just went through COVID and now this. We just wanted to find out a little bit about the history of the business and how she's feeling about the community response to everything that's happened. So I say without further ado, let's get Laura in here. Yes. Hello. Hello. Can you guys hear us okay? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Okay. So we have, we have multiple people here today. We have, I wasn't we sure. actually have Annie here. Annie. The okay. Annie. This, is great. <laughs> this is my mother. One and only. Hello, well, that's, Annie. That's awesome. <laughs> we didn't know about yeah. that. So the questions are sort of. Well, we, we, we will roll why, with this. We're, why yeah, just we're not Laura when we have Annie? So. Yes, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Annie, we love. Annie's. We love the food there, just so you know, big fans here. Good. And uh, thank you and both for taking Annie, is this uh, is this your first podcast? Yes. Yes. <laughs> for okay. both, both of you. Okay. I'm going to podcast, but yes, this is the first interview. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so this, this has been quite an interesting week for you. You know, it started with you learning that the, the location of Annie's might be in jeopardy. And, and now it feels like you're in this place where the community is really rallying around your business. Uh, you know, one, because they love your food. And and I will confess, you know, that I, I, I devoured some of your chicken pad thai yesterday. So uh, <laughs> sta- stating my bias. Uh, and, two, and two, because it feels like, you know, people in Eureka are, are pretty sick of this, like, steady fast foodification of our, our town. So 
you know, we'll get into some of the specifics of what's going on here for a minute. But first, I, I'm hoping that maybe you could just tell us a little bit about the response that you've received uh, after people heard about what you you are going through. Just, uh, the news was kind of brought upon us on set. I heard from Stephanie when she got the news from the city of Eureka. So when I shared the news with my mom, she was she was in shock. She, you know, we didn't know how to respond, what to do. And it took us a moment to process, you know, we had, we had the weekend to process it. And then after the weekend was over, we're like, okay, what's our next move? You know, what are we going to do now? We've, we've got to have a plan for Annie and it's not something that we can wait because we don't have a time frame. You know, we haven't spoken with Victor. Victor has not shared with us. I know Stephanie, you wrote up a follow-up article that we, um, we read yesterday and, uh, Victor actually did not tell us that he planned on demolishing the building or anything at all. So I'm just like, nope, he didn't communicate that with us at all. So we're still, we're, we're frantically, you know, looking um, to possibly just relocate. And I mean, have, have, have any spots, you know, have you looked at any specific spots or does anything, we are, are you few, we're still, we're still, we're still searching. We're trying to find one that's going to be an easy transition for Annie's to move in without having to, close for a while to create that transition we're trying to do as less remodeling as possible or, or, or whatnot so nothing specific yet but we are definitely looking at a lot of vacancies in Humboldt County to see you know what's going to be best okay well just to give people like a little bit of a, of a backstory here since we just jumped in in case I, I figure most people listening to this are aware of, of what is going on but just in case you know we'll just kind of summarize it a little bit. So basically a, a few weeks ago, property owner, um, Victor Chang, I believe is it, and the development company he's working with um, filed plans uh, with the city for the for two property sites that include uh, demolishing the three buildings on those sites. And one is your family's restaurant, Annie's, and then two closed restaurants that were a Subway and a Sizzler nobody seems to be shedding any tears over <laughs> over the loss of the old subway and, and sizzler buildings um, yeah. but <laughs> but uh, anyway they're doing this with the uh, intent of building two new developments one that would be a drive-through Starbucks and then another that's like a mystery drive-through uh, restaurant of some kind and like you mentioned before you know when I, I called you about this, you were a little shocked, but you did say that you had been hearing some rumors about it. I mean, can you say a little bit more about that? Was it just people in the community had been kind of mentioning this to you? And I think the first, the first news was that when we, when the previous owner had backdoor sold the property without actually letting us know was a big thing. And um, when we had confronted her, we said, Hey, we had asked you that if you were ever interested in selling the building or if you were ever going to you know, put the building up for sale to at least give us the first option to make an offer. And if it cannot be beat or we cannot afford it, then, you know, then go ahead and proceed. But we weren't even given that option. You know, it mm. was a backdoor sale. So that it, felt a little it sus- was suspicious. It was, sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, we've been long time tenants, good tenants for 11 years. And for them to go out from under us and sell it to some Bay Area investor, it was a surprise for us, you know? And then we didn't find out by phone, we found out by letter. 
like a month or two after the transaction had already happened. And then we see, and then we received a notice from the county regarding the deed saying that, you know, it's been issued to somebody else now. So we're like, hold on a minute, what's going on? We didn't know how to reach our landlord, our new landlord. We didn't know where to send the rent checks anymore because we've been sending it to the old landlord for some time, you know? Mm -hmm. And then when he finally reached out and said, hey, I didn't receive my rent for this month. We're like, hold on, who are you first of all? And what are you talking about? You've not introduced yourself. You've not let us know that you are now our new landlord at, you know, 1917 Fifth Street. Had you told us, we would have been able to, you know, send everything properly. And it kind of started out rough from there. I, I didn't get a good vibe from that phone call, you know, when he called asking mm -hmm. for the rent check. <laughs> and uh, on top of that, when we asked him like, okay, well, you, you know, you, you're now the new landlord of the building, you're purchasing it. Do you have plans for it? Do you have future plans for it? And he said, no. He straight up said, nope, I don't have any plans for anything right now. So that's when I had, that's when I had proposed a, um, a lease agreement. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It's okay. I have a toddler too. So I feel like my boy tends to be a little bit more needier, but, <laughs> um, but no, I had, I had, when I had, when we found out, you know, of our new landlord, I had mailed him a a, a, a lease proposal say hey you know now that you're our new landlord we had a lease we had a lease before it and expired with the previous one let's go ahead and lock something in we're long we'd love to be longtime tenants you know we have a good reputable business and we're reliable and when he said nope he has no interest in signing a lease that was kind of a red flag for me yeah and yeah. considering that he wasn't a local also put a red flag for me too he was from the bay area so yeah. i was like Okay, something doesn't sound right here. Sure, yeah. Did that at that time? Did that prompt you at all to start looking into some some other options? Or what, it sounds like you were maybe a little fearful that something like this we might did. be coming in the future. My husband and I, we were we were talking about oh maybe we'll just go mobile. You know, mm -hmm. I said Annie Annie's originally started out as you know at the food festivals in Arcata. Right. She did mm -hmm. the North Coast Festival. She did you know, the uh, Oyster Festival, Oyster Fest, the yeah. July 4th Festival. She did any festivals that she could while running the donut shop. So while running Happy Donuts. And that's how Annie's got started was from the food festivals. Everybody loved Annie's chow mein. Everybody loved her, you know, her egg rolls and her meat skewers that everybody was asking, where's your restaurant? So, I mean, from there, we talked about going mobile and we got feedback from the patrons that no annie's needs to expand and go bigger we love the way annie's is right now with dining in not takeout you know it's yeah. just not the same so yeah. we're definitely taking all that feedback from from everybody into consideration we thought about going mobile but now we're like nobody wants to lose annie's you know <laughs> sure it'll be yeah. an experience if we if we go into a mobile food truck you know so, so, so at this, at this point at this point, you're, you're, you're thinking with the mindset, like it is a foregone conclusion. At some point, you're gonna have to leave this building. Like what, what, are, you, what are you looking for as far as um, you know, attributes that a new location might, might have? One that kind of is already equipped for a restaurant, you know, where we don't have to do so much plumbing or redoing the gas line or grease traps. Cause, it, all that stuff takes construction. It takes money. You have to have the capital to do that. I mean, nothing in Humboldt County here is cheap, especially for how, where our location is. And then 
every contractor that we know or that we've spoken to is backed up for work for like a year. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's right. it's kind of tough. If we can find something that's like kind of already restaurant equipped where it's an easy transition to take us, you know, we have to build a few things, just change a few things here and there. We can move in all of our equipment, all of our tables and stuff, then it would be perfect. But you know, we're definitely we're we're definitely taking a look and at all the options. The thing is the rent too. And the rent also, also yeah. yeah. We yeah. we took a look at several different places like the one on Broadway where um T Mobile and In and Out is and they're asking quite a bit for a rent lease. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I think that's an important point because some of the people who've been responding to this story and then the, the landlord when I spoke to him have just been like well there's tons of open businesses right now there's so many vacant spaces it shouldn't be hard for them to find a space at all and it's important to consider you know that there, there's a lot that, that goes into it I mean for a restaurant it ha there's a lot of specific needs that you need with a building and then like you said talking about how contractors are so backed up right now because of coming out of COVID, it can take a really long time for a place to, to be able to get up and, and running again. Yeah. So I wonder if, you know, now that there's been a little bit of a pressure because of this story coming out and, and, and the community really rallying around you, you know, we've seen there's been a petition circulating mm -hmm. uh, as well. Have you been <laughs> able to talk to the landlord at all again now? Because I would think that the pressure on him might make him want to be a little more transparent with you and communicative he has not yeah. he has not we've tried reaching out and we haven't heard anything um he's not he's all he says is well if you need you know six to eight months of moving out time then i'll give you that six to eight months but other than that it's like well can you let us know when that six to eight months right. is gonna begin sure yeah, yeah. and you know, that should different. be like he's doing some valiant thing like that definitely should be <laughs> the amount of at least the amount of time you give a restaurant to to move you know a business I mean, but they can't I mean right now because we're not on a lease it's like we're on a month to month so as a landlord and you know a, a pri private owner it the least he has to give us is 30 days and that's what we're scared of. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's yeah. all they have that's to exactly give. What we're scared of is, is, you know, it's, it's sorry. Um, is that it, it, he's only going to give us 30 days, even though he may say, oh yeah, well, I, I said it that, but you know, it's not in writing. So what's it going to matter to him? Yeah. And he, and he doesn't live in this area. So really, you know, it's, it would be hard to pressure him Exactly. Uh, anyway, I suppose so. Yeah. What about what about help from the city? Like we we'd, we'd heard that maybe Miles Slattery, uh, Eureka's city manager, has offered assistance. Or have you have you heard anything from the city so far? I, Do you feel you like know, they could Miles be helpful? Actually, he called me this morning. He called me this okay. morning to follow up. I had spoken to him actually the day after Stephanie wrote her first article. So I actually I called him to reach out and be like, hey, you know what? This is what you had said. We're definitely looking, you know, for your help. We're not looking out. We're not looking for a handout. We don't want a handout, but definitely if you can help us with a relocation to make it smoother, if it mm -hmm. means, you know, maybe ex expediting our, our permit processing so we can yeah. get into a space right away and start working on it, that would be great. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, versus our paperwork getting backed up and held up in the office because it has to go through all the procedures. I mean, I understand there's protocols for everything. But if, we have, if we're running a reputable business and we're just relocating it to another building because of our situation, yeah. I'm hoping that the city can help in that way. Um, 
Miles did state this morning that he may have a, a potential uh, location for us. And I asked him if he can give me more information as far as an address, if we can go take a look at it. Um, he says that he'll see what he can do and that he's going to call me back again. Okay. <laughs> it was a very short and brief two minute conversation. <laughs> <this morning. laughs> yeah. But you do, right. but you do feel like, you know, he's receptive. You're on his radar. Things could happen I there. He so. could, he could what help. Steph you know. What Stephanie started definitely put us on the radar for sure. And he's feeling the pressure because the community is speaking out. Yeah. You know, especially with the petition that, you know, somebody had put in for Annie's about the demolition, if that can just buy us some more time, so yeah. that way we, we can have more time to look for a place or transition if we found a place. I mean, yeah. anything, anything basically helps right about now, you know, right. So with so with like, you know, the kind of community goodwill at your back right now, like just for a week, like, How's how's business? How 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 have people turn been turn turning out? Or are they you, you hear from the community? Has been booming. It is <laughs> crazy. We've get, we've gotten so many patrons who've like I've never been to Annie's before until they heard it on the Lost Coast Outpost or in the uh, Times Standard, and they're like, we've got to try it, and they come and like now we know why wow. everybody's raving about Annie's. Oh, I mean, I love hearing from. I'm I'm there like almost every day. If if I'm mm. not in the back cooking or if I'm not dishwashing or busting tables or, or, or waitressing, you know, I get to see everybody that comes into the restaurant and I get to talk to them and I hear their feedback, their honest feedback. Hey, you know what, this, if you can incorporate this, it would be awesome. Like, you know what, I will take that into consideration. If we can <laughs> put it on our menu, I will do it. If I, if I can put it as a special, I will do it, you know? And, um, <laughs> One of the things is Annie's sister, Sarah, uh, who's opening up the SIP Cafe next door to the to the current Annie's building. Oh, oh okay. okay. I didn't realize. Okay. Oh. They've they've ran into some um they've ran into some issues with you know the permits and, and getting everything remodeled up to code and regulations for the health department. And I said, Hey Sarah, you know what? Everybody wants a piece of SIP right now. It's on the buzz. Let's incorporate it into Annie's menu for now. So that's what we did. Oh wow! You know, nice. every every like maybe at least once a week now we're doing milk tea specials or boba tea specials with yeah. with teas, just to, to say just to get it started. You know, to create that buzz and to have everybody try it and and stuff like that. So I mean, we definitely take everybody's reviews and feedback into consideration. I love it, whether good or bad. I love it because if it's if it's room for improvement for us, even better. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I thought that maybe you 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 talked about it a little bit, um, the sort of history of of Annie's and um, you know your and your family in this community. But I thought that maybe we could go into it a, a little bit deeper, just sort of the the family story, and maybe Annie will be able to chime in when she comes back from. Oh, yeah. I think rearing your child. <laughs> <laughs> yep, grandma is going to <laughs> take care of the kid. I love that. But yeah, you know, you mentioned that that your family used to own Happy Donuts. So I mean, how did that how did that come about? And when when had your family moved here? And we moved here, I think, in 92, 93. Mm -hmm. And Happy Donuts took over the old Winchell's building. Uh, down on Central Avenue. That's where the mm -hmm. old winters used to be. So right. 
we took it over. My dad saw a good opportunity. We moved from San Francisco, actually, to Eureka. Okay. Huge okay. difference. I mean, huge, you know, environment difference. I love Eureka. <laughs> yeah. Why did you choose Eureka, Annie? What was the draw here? The first um, start from my brother-in-law. He wanted to do business. And then he just moved and look at, uh, uh, he heard that uh, he have a friend that uh, have a donut shop here for rent or something. And then he called me, called my husband say, oh, he want to do business in Eureka. I'm like, where Eureka? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then, that's a common. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then um, my husband said, if you do business, don't run from people, just buy it. So he said, we don't have money. And I'm like, so he, I'm like, okay, so we can do partners, you know, because we don't have much money. So we go half and half. And then finally, he find a place in um, Clear Lake. Clear, uh, so he moved to Clear Lake. So I take that over. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally, the uh, person, uh, landlord, he built a new one. He sell that place to uh, State Board or something. They rent it to them. I don't That's know. Right. Yeah. You're, Happy Donuts used to be where Staples was at, at yeah. the Eureka Mall. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. sort of the hub of Eureka back in yeah, the Yeah, yeah. Before the Bayshore Mall, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And when they built the new place down uh down where Providence Credit Union used to be and you know there, that's where we moved to because it gave us an opportunity to expand, mm -hmm. have a drive-through. I mean, mm. drive-through donor shop, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then Annie, Annie, I'm kind of curious, like how did you how did you develop your your passion for food? Like where did that come from? Did somebody teach you uh the the, the these dishes and where did you develop that okay the the food uh, uh the first you know since i'm a kid i have my mom my mom had like a little small like a restaurant like at home you know like just in front of a, a house like uh, since i'm uh, like 12 years old yeah where, where was where was that in so cambodia in cambodian in cambodia so okay dream, yeah yeah. yeah. Wow. So it's my dream. And then one one time, I uh, my friend have uh, uh, asked me to go um, Akira for oyster vegetables. Yeah. And then yeah, when I go there, I look around. I'm like, oh my god, people sell food like like Cambodian, you know, sell on a park. I'm like, I want to do it. I want to. Sh do that uh, in my dream at least I can sell food in uh, you know in a park yeah. and I want people to taste to know that Cambodian food how it tastes yeah. like yeah. yeah and then um I say no nobody have Cambodian food so I'm like I start like I come back home I ask my husband I'm like can I have a, a booth at uh, Akira they sell food like <laughs> uh, what three three times a year and my husband said, oh, no, the food is hard work, something like that. I'm like, if the food is hard work, mean the food is good. That's why yeah. it's hard work. But if the yeah, food is not good, then it's yeah. no hard work. You're, you're not afraid of hard work. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's not at all. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, the way I think is hard work. This is the free country. I used to live in my country with Khmer Rouge. Mm -hmm. I work nonstop. 
even like winter time, my clothes never dry, you know, all and keep working. So when I come here, it's free to work. That's why I'm like, I'm not scared to be like, oh, I'm work hard. I don't want to do it. No, I yeah. work. I'm happy. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of people like like my food. I'm happy. I work. I do everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Yes. What uh, what what year did you move to the the states from Cambodia? Uh, the first time I lived in uh, a refugee camp in Kaoidang. Okay. And then uh, my stepdad, he uh, he uh, air force in Cambodia, mm-hmm. and then he filled up the paper to get out from the uh, refugee camp. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, finally they uh, got his paper. We got a sponsor like a community uh, in Georgia. They sponsored yeah. us, yeah. Do you remember? Do you remember what year? What year that was? It's uh, nineteen eighty-one. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we come to United States. Yeah, and yeah. and have you been? Have you been back to Cambodia at all since then? Or yeah, yeah, I went back uh, uh, nineteen ninety-six, and then uh, and after that, I because my mom she uh, lived in. United States, but she like Cambodian, so she moved back to Cambodian. She not moved back. My my stepdad worked for um, uh, a Christian, like he a pastor, so he go back to Cambodian, build a school for the kid, like uh, uh, in a village, like they don't have money, you know, they just teach them for free. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So I go visit my mom like uh, two two times a year, something like that. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I went there like three, four times. Yeah. So I wanted I wanted to talk a little bit about the food at, at Annie's Cambodian, you know. And I I don't I don't claim to be an expert on on Southeast Asian cuisine, but it has been noted to me that like. Your various dishes, they some of them draw some from Thai cuisine, some Vietnamese cuisine. You know, can, can you talk a little bit about uh, about the traditions that you draw from to create your amazing food? So the food is uh, like a uh, like Thai. It's like Cambodian food, like close to Thai. It's a fusion. It's a, yeah. Southeast yeah. Asian cuisines are yeah. a fusion. So everybody yeah, they all kind of they all kind of blends together. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But then they make it their own, you know, we add yeah. our own spices, mm-hmm. we add our own, yeah. you know, herbs, and we add our own ingredients to make it, you know, Cambodian. Yeah, it's uh, the food that I make is, uh, uh, um, is Cambodian food, use a lot of uh, like herbs, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like the lemongrass, falanca, uh, turmeric, or lime leaf, all kind of uh, uh, different, like like the old old style in Cambodian. Yeah. yeah. Is okay. there any dish there that is that you would consider sort of the the quintessential Cambodian? Something that is sort of unique to Cam- Cambodian food? Like uh, which which item on your menu is the most? Uh, the is a curry. Mm-hmm. Okay, Cambodian curry. Green curry and. Um, mm-hmm. Amok. What is you, that one? Amok. Yeah, I don't know. Amok, amok yeah. tray is is our amok number. Amok tray is the number one. It's, it's a number fifty-eight a, on our menu. 
Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. It's made with catfish filet and it's got a bunch of spices in it. Lemongrass, mm. caper, lime leaf. It has um, some other ingredients and we use a little bit of green curry, a little bit of yellow curry, a little bit of red curry in there. Ooh. And we blend all the spices together and let it simmer, let the catfish simmer in there to create a nice, um, it's not brothy, but it's not thick and curry-y, but it's just yeah. right. Like the texture is there, the flavor is there. And then you add it with fresh spinach. Oh, that sounds so okay. good. <laughs> yeah. I was feeling myself starting to <laughs> salivate. Amokdre is one of yeah. our most popular items and it is very okay. authentic because only Cambodians actually make that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cambodia. You will only find that in Cambodia, Amokdre. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Great. Yeah. I think I, I think I think it's been a, a lot of years, but like I think the very first time I, I came to Annie's Cambodian, I think that's what I got because I remember okay. getting a, a catfish that you know and it had the it, 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 it still shit. still had the, yeah. still had the head on and everything. And I, I was I was I was like, oh, this is this is gonna be good. Like this is a real <laughs> this looks yeah. like the, this is like the looks like the real stuff. Yes. Hi, we had had Hi. another joiner. Hello. <laughs> this, is, this is Annie's husband, Chin. This is my father. Hi, Chin. Thanks for joining us. Annie's as well. Yeah. Chin, yeah. what is your what is your favorite dish at Annie's Cambodian? Oh, lots. <laughs> you only get to pick one. You got to pick one. Grass soup. Uh, stir fry. It's more like what's his favorite that day that he's. Yeah. The okay. Yeah. Curry, the yeah. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> Has Annie so, now uh, passed on all this cooking, you know, to all of you? Do you all help cook? Have you learned the recipes? We yes. learn so, day by day. Just before we go, sometimes he's not here. We have to take over. <laughs> right. <laughs> I teach him how to make sauce, pad thai sauce, um, yeah. uh, spring roll sauce. Yeah. Make it sauce. Yeah, I teach him how to do it, and he know how to make a mock now. He All right. How to make a, a, a lemongrass soup, like yeah. pork ribs. That, yeah. yeah. that is really good. Oh, that yes. one's that's our only yeah. pork with, with pineapple. And it's yeah. You have to try it if you ever get a chance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna I was gonna ask you know because I, I I will confess that. Most of the times I go to Annie's, I probably am, I'm getting pad thai because it's, you know, it's quick and easy to grab and, you know, but I, I like what is what is the most uh, adventurous dish like for some if someone really wants to like, uh, you know, experience something that maybe they, they have not experienced, what would you recommend for that person? I would say the yeah, lemongrass soup yeah, or oh okay. yeah, on our hot pot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, hot pot. Hot okay, but that it's helps. a dining. It's a dining experience. You right. got to sit at the table and you've got to cook your veggies and your meat at the table. Oh, so you make us do the cooking then? Yes, I've had a Yeah, like Sunday dinners as we gather everybody together and we're all sitting on the floor because mm -hmm. Asians we like to sit on the floor. It's easier for us to reach our food. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But um, yeah, you get a big pot of, you know, this Yauhan broth, and then everybody's got their own bowl, their own ladle and chopstick, and we're cooking and grabbing as a community and eating yeah. it all together. So yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've had it before, but never at Annie's. Like you said, you're, you're meant, you have a big menu. Oh. So I feel like it takes 
a lifetime to try everything on there. <laughs> you won't find Johan anywhere else. Yeah. Flavor of Annie's broth for that particular yeah. hot pot, you won't find it anywhere else. I mean, even if you go to a Cambodian restaurant in like the Bay Area, you won't find it. Yeah. I'm such a fan of, of the soups there. And I think the broths are part of what make it really special. Does that take a, do you take a, a really long time to create your broths? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can tell yeah. that they're nice bone bone broths yeah. and there's something nourishing out. about that. It like makes you feel healed in your body. It's yeah. so, <laughs> so good. Uh, I was, you know, wondering for, for you, Laura, how, how has it been, or really for all of you? I mean, you know, I know running a, a business and a restaurant, especially it can be stressful at, at times, you know, how, how has it been working in a, a family owned restaurant you, you know, know I've, I've, I've worked with my parents I've worked at the donut shop as a kid before you know serving donuts and making coffees as you know as a teenager too and that was like now that I think I'm like man that was the easiest job I ever had I mean I helped my parents start the restaurant when they when my mom said I, I want to open up a restaurant my dad and I and my mom were sitting down. We were thinking, okay, what's going to go on the menu? We helped create. I helped create the menu. When they started setting, when they got the building, I came up here for some time and helped them set up. You know, get all the equipment ready, the layout and everything, and did what I could. I at that time lived down south, so driving up here was an eight-hour drive for me. So I didn't do it all the time, yeah. but. Um, when my parents said that they were ready to retire, that, you know, they've, they've had Annie's for a while, they've worked a lot and they've worked really hard and they don't want to let go of that legacy. They had asked us to come move up here and take over the business. So that happened last year. So slowly yeah. I've been kind of engaging myself last year. I started working just, you know, interesting during, uh, COVID and during yeah. COVID, we just did takeout orders only. Right. Um, so that was, you know, at, at first it seemed easy and then, uh, and then it got to the point where my mom's like, okay, well, now you got to start learning how to cook all the food in the back. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, she she, she, she sucked you in. Stuff. She got you. <laughs> but not the intricate stuff, you know, and then yeah. learning to make her special sauces. I was like, oh, okay. This is a lot more than I thought. But <laughs> I'm there every day now. And I, you know, I, I see that the hard work definitely pays off when we see our patrons are like, oh my God, that was the best meal I've ever had. You know, yeah. like, oh, that's, that's all, that's all I want to hear, you know? Oh, yeah. I'll see you later. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for stopping so by. It's, it's definitely hard work, but I'm, I, I am ready to continue my parents' legacy. I'm ready yeah. to continue my mom's legacy as far as, you know, continue to make her cuisine. Maybe put yeah. a little bit of my twist in it too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there, it's been, it's there's, been, there's a few dishes that my mom doesn't make and that I make pretty well. And okay. Uh, so that I've kind of look out, Annie. <laughs> so we've talked about, hey, let's put that on a special. I'm like, yeah, if we can get the ingredients here locally, that would be awesome. But lately, but, it's been hard. Is it, is it, is it hard to source like uh, authentic, you know, Cambodian ingredients here, here in Humboldt? They have to get some from down south. We, most of our ingredients come from down south, except for yeah. like, you know, like our fresh lemongrass. We mm -hmm. grow some of the stuff ourselves. Oh, like really? Grass, lemongrass, the caper lime leaves. Lime leaf, yeah. um, we'll grow that ourselves just because, you know, fresh ingredients is better than frozen. 
Yeah. Yes. So yes. whatever we can get locally, we do. There is a small community garden that's, I think, near Jitterbean off of Fifth Street, off of the back street there. And yeah. um, the owner of that, he will, he'll actually bring us fresh herbs from his garden and oh, fresh wow. vegetables. Yeah. So we'll do, awesome. we'll do, we'll do a barter. We're like, Hey, you know, he asks us if we would like some, we'll feed him. We're like, we'll make you a dish from the vegetables that you brought us so we can serve it to you and share back with the community. So oh, that's yeah, great. I, I love, I love I that. Love that's mm-hmm. really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's wild. You know, I mean, we there there's a starbucks up the street uh, you know half a mile and we're talking about putting in another starbucks and then i just think about all of the you know care and knowledge um and 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 love for this the this discipline that you you guys have that want to share with this community and it just yeah it, it's it's heartbreaking to think that you know they that we would it, it would be made more difficult for you somehow to to share this w- with us and i yeah. i, I I'm really glad that through th- this kind of unfortunate series of events that we are getting to learn a little bit more about your story and, and uh, everything that goes into what you um, produce and, and, and serve to this community. Um, and so, yeah, I, I really, I mean, yeah, you have to let, let us know if there's anything else that, that we can do and put, get, get the word out. Cause this seem, it seems like an important thing to, preserve here in Humboldt because yeah. as you say like you're not going to get this anywhere else right for sure we appreciate that um like I said we've been looking at lots of places and a lot of things that we've run into when we look at places if, is if they're not restaurant ready we have to do the plumbing we have to do that so and unfortunately with the health department we run into circumstances where they have to be commercially licensed to be able to work in the building right because of the type of business that we're running so I can't just hire some nonchalant, you know, not commercialized licensed uh, plumber or construction company to come and make the new Annie's Annie's. So, I mean, if I would like to ask the community out there, if, if, if I may, if you know anybody who yeah. can do plumbing, oh, it's hailing outside, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anybody is out there that, you know, can help with as far as like construction building, like if we need to build like countertops bars or you know like having a restaurant setting in a in a vacant space to reach out to us if possible we definitely would love love to have have that help you know um as far as commercial plumbing i know there's some big you know local names here as well so we're definitely looking at those options too so any resources that we can help you know that can help us build the new annies for relocation we yeah. definitely love to hear from them. Stop by Annie's, yeah. ask for Laura or Annie, and leave us your contact information because we'll definitely reach out, you know, sooner than later for sure. Okay. I think that's good to put out there too, because although it's wonderful that people are, you know, circulating this petition to and showing the city and, and you know, the everybody involved, how much the community supports Annie's and how much we we want to maintain these longtime local businesses that source local ingredients and are a part of our community rather than a bunch of chains, you know, coming in that that don't operate the same way. But at the same time, and you, you seem aware, you know, all, all that can do is probably buy a little bit of time, which is useful at this point. But it's a, you know, the owner owns the, the property. They you're not on a lease at the moment they they can do this 
So moving forward, you know, there, we have to think about some other ways that we can help as a community, the business yeah. and, and offer up services. Mm -hmm. And also I imagine just going and eating at Annie's helps too, just supporting oh, the business right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so yeah. obviously people are already doing that, but you know, we'll put in another uh, uh, shout out there if you yeah. haven't tried Annie's the food is incredible there's a reason people are raving about it and are are so passionate about this business thing so try it <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah thank you so much we are so thankful and blessed for all the support that you know the community members have shown us all the feedback that we've gotten you know definitely we we feel the love we feel the love and it's not something that we're ready to just drop and say bye you yeah. know, we're not ready to yeah. give up on that. Annie's not no. ready to give up on that. She's not ready. She's not done with her hard work yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although we're, I do think that you, you've earned your, you know, retirement in the hopefully not too distant future. Annie, it sounds like you work really hard and. <laughs> oh no, I'm just begun. So she's sticking with me for a little while. Longer. Okay. There you go. I, I don't okay. want to be tired yet because I, I still want, I, I, I still have fun. <laughs> you know yeah so yeah it yeah. sounds like that you truly love what you do and yeah. i you know i remember when i was a kid going to oyster fest and and going to your to your food booth and oh, because yeah. i i loved it because i didn't eat oysters i'm allergic to oysters and i also just didn't even really like them when i was a kid and and so it was like one of the alternatives to oyster food that you could get and i just remember it being it was so you know affordable you would give this big plate of food like noodles and a, and a roll and all this stuff for like five or six bucks or whatever it was like the best deal and I loved it and and I didn't even realize that it was the that it was the same place I hadn't put that together uh yeah so you know the memories uh go back go yeah. back for us so I have uh any Cambodian uh, foods in 1986, yeah. and um, I'm I'm enjoy that. 86, 86. Yeah. No, it's uh, 96. I mean, yeah, 96. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I start to do that, and I'm like, a lot of customers ask for a restaurant. I'm like, pretty soon, pretty soon, until, yeah. 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 until I. Uh, well, Annie, it, 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 Annie, it seems like you've you, you've been through a lot. So this is just you know one more chapter, and you're just gonna have to figure out a another thing. And but you're not, you, you know, you've done it before. You can do it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. We totally, I totally believe this is gonna have a happy ending for you I mean it's just like you said you're you're not done you know you can't let it end now especially after getting through COVID you know and still surviving we saw a lot of other bu businesses close down during yeah. COVID that couldn't yeah. just couldn't make it work and and so the people that did make it through it would be so such a shame to then to then see yeah. you know you have to close down but I I do believe that that is not what's going to happen. I hope that you're, you're going to be able to find a, another space and that will be nice, you know, maybe an even nicer location than that strange little 
pocket of 101 down there. <laughs> We've also seen so many businesses right down there fail and Annie's ha- has not because yeah. there's enough of a, a draw. Yeah. <laughs> There's no stopping her. She's not ready to stop. And yeah. so the support and the love that we've been getting, she that that's just giving us more boost to, all right, we can do yeah. this. We're going to get through this. We're yeah. going to stay positive. We're going to find another place. Yeah. So we're, we're not, we're definitely, yeah, we're right. definitely not ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Okay. It's we're that bone broth. It gives you special just, powers, all your, yeah. all your good food. I'm telling you, it gives you the strength. <laughs> To keep yeah. going. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. I, I, I you probably, you guys, you, you guys probably have to start uh, getting ready to serve, serve lunch, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll, we'll, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll let you go. But again, we, we, uh, we really appreciate your time um, and your willingness to tell your story. And, and we, as, as Steph said, like we're just very convinced that this is going to have a, a happy ending and an outcome, and, and we're, Thank we're pulling you. for you. Yeah. Well, we, we appreciate you guys reaching out. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Andrew. It was great meeting you yesterday, Andrew, as yeah. well. Thank you so much for your guys' support. Thank everybody in the community for the support. We're so thankful. We're so grateful and we feel so blessed. And all the love that you guys have shown to us is just, it's pushing us forward. It's getting us through, right. through COVID. Yeah. It's getting us through this little, this little bump in the road. We got this. So thank yeah. you so much for you guys. Yeah. You know, everything, everything. Yeah. Thank you, Laura. See y'all later. That was great. I love that the whole fam was there. I just love them. (laughs) They are great. (laughs) We can't let them go. Yeah, I mean, just like, yeah, it's really, it really is maddening. They source ingredients, fresh ingredients from the Bay Area to bring up this completely unique experience. And we're talking about displacing them so we can have another fucking Starbucks. Yeah, or whatever is going to be the other thing. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I know. It, it's, it's, we hear about this all the time. And I think usually this isn't the, the cause that we like choose to be behind, like that we need to prevent old chain businesses from coming here but but when it comes we have to fortify our community right but when it's coming to something like this where it's not just them you know planning a new development or taking over some old you know when it when it really is potentially going to displace a well-loved long-time local business that is clearly like a really active part of the community it just we have to we have to say this is not what we want this is not what we want eureka to turn into yeah. So all that to say, go get yourself some Annie's Cambodian, and uh, we thank you for listening again yeah. to Humble Holding Up, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye! Once again, we want to remind our listeners that Humble Holding Up is generously sponsored by the North Coast Co-op. You know, as somebody who lives at Arcata and works in Old Town, I spend an awful lot of time going to the co-op both for my grocery shopping and lunch eating needs. Yeah. What about you, Goff? Well, yeah, I, I mentioned the salad, but the other thing <laughs> I get often is the, uh, I get the, the the sushi, you know, they got the, the sushi oh, yeah, yeah. stand there and I, I go and I'll get the, 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 the poke bowl. You ever had the poke bowl? Oh yeah. 
I love the poke bowl. And I also oh. love the the popcorn tofu. That's a that's a fan favorite, I'm told. Very popular in, in Humboldt County. They refer to it as hippie crack. Am I not you heard it here first. <laughs> no, I think it's great. I think uh, you've you've personalized the product and uh, everybody's going to rush down to the North Coast Co-op to get that hippie crack. That's right. Check out the North Coast Co-op, a Humboldt's organic community-owned grocery store since 1973. Mike, you're like kind of a, a gardener or like a landscaper of sorts, aren't you? <laughs> you I have, have some land. goats. <laughs> okay. Well, a lot of folks in Humboldt County are, and uh, for those people, a great place to go check out is Humboldt Hydroponics. Yeah. You know of this? Yeah, they're over on 1302 Union Street in Eureka. That's by Broadway Cinema. Yes, that is that is right. And and these guys are very knowledgeable. Their staff, they're familiar with Humboldt's climate, so they can help you with your, your indoor and outdoor growing needs, whatever those may be. They got yeah. lighting, soils, pH solutions, fans, trays, all that, all that stuff. All yeah. that, you know, you know this. That's stuff. handy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you got to check them out. They're they're locally owned and operated. Now, if I buy a big old uh, uh, bag of, of soil or, or or whatnot, do I am I going to have to haul that myself? The, like, if I got, like put it in my truck myself. I mean, is is what I'm getting at there. If, if, if you feel like you want to do that to help get some muscles, then you can. Yeah. But no, you don't have to do that. That's the one of the other great things about Humble Hydroponics yeah. is the staff will will help you load up your truck. They'll even help with a curbside pickup, you know, if you need, if you want to do that, okay. just give okay. them a call, give them a call to, to figure out how they can help you. It's 707-443-4304. Humboldt Hydroponics, helping you with all your growing needs.